Hello, this is Dr. Alberto Rujan with Performance Equine Veterinary Services and Equine Performance Innovative Center. And today I have a very special guest with me. And her name is Aja Hotchaker. Hi. Aja, <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. Let me give you a little bit of a story with Aja. A lot of you already know Aja. She works with us. She has been working with us for a little bit of time right now. And she has an amazing story that we are going to share today. And she's going to teach us quite a bit about horse rehabilitation, massage therapy, osteopathy, business, anything we talk about. We take a very conversational Asia. Our goal is to just show our clients, our future clients, our future partners, and anyone who wants to be involved with us, what we are all about. With more than 15 years of equine sports medicine and rehab experience, the visionary and founder of Performance Equine Vet Services, an equine performance innovative center, your host, veterinarian Alberto Rulon, is here to keep you informed on all things sports medicine, rehabilitation, and equine business. This is a stride above. But first of all, let us know who you are. How did you get into Florida? How do you get into Ocala? How do you get into horses? Teach us about yourself. Okay. Um, so I was actually born in Florida. Ah, uh, I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> um, I moved back up to Indiana um, to be with family when I was about two years old. And then I went to college up there, all of that. And then in 2020, I moved back down here after I graduated from Purdue University to do an internship actually just down the road from Epic. And they did a lot of um, physiology research. Mm -hmm. And I took meat science in college. And all of that together really started my passion for physiology. And I wanted to do stuff with horses. I knew I always wanted to do stuff with horses. I've had horses for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And back in 2017, my horse very seriously injured herself. Um, and she, she severed the lower muscles in her neck. We actually recently found out with diagnostics from Dr. Rulon um, that she had broken one of the... Um, spinous processes in between her scapula mm -hmm. and which I did not know at the time um, and she had started to develop a her neck kind of started to pull to the side from all the scar tissue buildup and we were having issues with lameness and all that and I was like there's got to be something else that I can do for her and so I started doing research and I was also learning from my boyfriend who is a physical therapy assistant for people and he was telling me all these things that I could do. And I was like, wow, this is actually really awesome. And so that's when I started learning about the massage. Literally so many modalities that I could do to possibly help her. And ironically, I drove by Epic every single day to and from work where my first year back down here. And after my internship, I was looking for different opportunities. And I said, you know what? I want to go into rehab. So I sent an email over to Epic, and then I got a job there, and then I got my certification in massage, um, certification in Graston technique, and then recently certification in 
kinesiology taping. And now I am working on my master's in animal osteopathy. Excellent. Fantastic. This is, <laughs> this is, gr this is a great, great story. Um, and just so we have a little context, you didn't start with us as a rehab tech, neither you started as anything related to rehab. So in about three minutes, I want you to explain us how were you able to accomplish your end goal within the company by just getting in the door with something that was available and then moving up to where you are right now. Yep. So when I first contacted Epic, the only position available was pharmacy technician. And I thought, no, it's not what I wanted, but it's a foot in the door. I can you know, work my way through there. So I think I a pharmacy tech for about a year, and then we started doing our PPF meetings. And that's when we decided that rehab's where I wanted to be, and that's when we started the process of moving over. So I'm very thankful for those PPF meetings. <laughs> and that's right. PPF, by the way, means personal, professional, and financial goals. We do those every two weeks to make sure that our employees are achieving and reaching their personal, professional, and financial goals on their life. Um, all right, good. So now, let's talk about rehab. A lot of our clients, a lot of people seeing this want to talk about rehabilitation. What are the most common problems that you see nowadays? And what, what are your favorite things to see, favorite things to treat? Tell me about your experience on massage therapy and now with osteopathy and how do we use it to rehabilitate our horses? So a lot of the common things I see, I work on a lot of performance horses right now. And one of the most common issues is lumbar back pain, hamstring pain, um, and neck and shoulder pain, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is understandable. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I, I really enjoy treating the performance horses um, and getting them on like routine schedules and watching. I have one uh, a client right now. We realized that he is best on a three-week schedule. Um, every three weeks I go out, I do some myofascial release te techniques because he's too sensitive to do the deeper techniques. Um, and then I always do a kinesiology taping application, and that seems to do really, really, really well for him. As we tried to push it out to four weeks, started getting sore all over again. And it's, I really enjoy finding that um, schedule for each horse and what works best for them and it helps when the owner is very willing to, they want their horse to succeed mm -hmm. because I want their horse to succeed as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very nice to have owners that are willing to put in the work that needs to be done outside of the bodywork session. Yes. That's, can, you, can, can you tell me a little bit about what, what's this myofascia release? Oh, so me and, and, and tell me terms because I don't understand <laughs> that. We don't learn that in vet school. Okay. Uh, mild, so fascia runs throughout the entire body. There's surface layer fascia. There's fascia in the skin. There's fascia all throughout the muscles, literally through every single thing. It basically can be considered the largest organ in the body because it runs through absolutely everything. And what happens mostly on the surface level, which is the level that us body workers can reach. We obviously can't really reach the deeper levels. Um, so what we do is either myofascial release through massage techniques, or I use Graston technique as well to um, do those procedures. 
And what happens is there are little knots that can develop in the fascia, mm -hmm. similar to like a, a muscle knot or cramp. Mm -hmm. And what you do with myofascial release is you press light pressure and you hold, and it's absolutely as light pressure as you possibly can get. Um, and that tells the fascia to, once you release, sucks back in all of the liquid that is in the body. Because what's happened is that contraction has pushed out all of the liquid. Ah. So we want to bring that back so that it can glide, which is what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to glide because it's all intertwined in millions of different directions. Mm -hmm. And so... I have to determine whether I want to use the Graston technique or the light pressure with my hands. It just depends on the horse's sensitivity and, you know, where I'm, where I'm doing it. Got it. And is there is a, is there is a relationship between myofascial release and Graston technique? Are they related? Are they compatible? Is it the same thing? It's, it's not the same thing because the, the way you go about it is different. For regular myofascial release, you're using your hands and your fingers and pressure. For Graston technique, you are using um, uh, metal, medical grade instruments. Mm -hmm. um, it's the term for it is instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization. Okay. Um, so it's just a different, just different ways of accomplishing the same. Got it. Got it. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> Taking a lot of notes over here. <laughs> Then you also mentioned that you do kinesio taping. You do kinesio taping with the myofascial release after, before. How does that help? So I like to do, I always like to have at least one massage first with every horse that I do that I would future just do a taping application on because that way I can get a whole picture of what is going on with the horse. And if they want me to tape one area, but what I find is that the horse, like if they want me to tape their neck, but the pain is actually in their lumbar, mm -hmm. I want to tape the lumbar because that's where the pain is, and then the compensation is happening in the neck. Mm -hmm. But we want to address the actual issue and not just the symptoms. Mm -hmm. So what tape does is it lifts the skin. It pulls on the hair to lift the skin, which decompresses all of the tissues underneath, the nerves, blood vessels, the fascia, all of that. And I like using it at the end of a session because it kind of extends the benefits of massage and Graston technique. Um, and you can leave them on as long as they will stay on. Um, I, I've found really great results with adding that on afterwards. And, and I can tell from personal experience that taping yes. does work. I, I had my epicondylitis and... You taped it and yeah. Will taped it, which Will is a licensed practitioner <laughs> who can actually tape me. Um, but when Aja taped me, it kind of worked a little bit. <laughs> um, Will is her, her boyfriend. Um, so, and it worked great. I do it on myself all the time because yeah. I have a lot of elbow issues. <laughs> it really works great. Unfortunately, cannot come to Epic. We cannot tape you, but we will tape your horse. Yes. Um, so how do you integrate these therapies to rehabilitate horses, um, for example, uh, that have deeper issues like significant arthritis that you have to work with the veterinarians, horses that get, um, significant 
injuries, um, muscle atrophies, fractures. How does it come to play together? So for a lot of those situations, like for arthritis, a lot of horses, they get arthritis in their knees and all that kind of stuff. And I like to do knee support tapings. Um, it kind of just helps give that added support for, you know, the, the lack of mobility now in the joint. And then for like fractures, depending on where the fracture is, um, it would be a contraindication to tape on that area. But working with the veterinarians, you can have, you can tape where they're going to then develop compensatory patterns. So for a horse that maybe has fractured a front leg, you can tape their lumbar, their glutes, or for horses with laminitis, you can tape their lumbar um, and their hamstrings and everything to kind of help give that added support there. Um, you can also, for laminitis, you can tape the front legs for circulation support as well. Um, for general rehab or conditioning, Body work is absolutely amazing to help release any muscle tension because if your horse is having muscle tension, similar to if people are having muscle tension, you're not going to be able to, you know, say do your squats mm. as easily or correctly. And you want to make sure that you are doing those procedures and techniques correctly or else you're not going to develop the muscle that you want to develop. Yes, absolutely. Now let's bring the hard questions into play. We have, we are in a profession where in vet school we learn nothing about rehabilitation. A veterinarian learns absolutely nothing about taping, nothing about massage. As a matter of fact, sometimes in vet school they describe it as voodoo medicine type of thing, <laughs> right? Yep. And I am very well known to bring this voodoo medicine into our practice and use it to actually get horses better. And horses do get better with the voodoo, right? So. How do you handle these hard questions, whether it's from a client or whether it's from veterinarians who think that this is witchcraft, that there is not enough research, that, you know, whatever whatever they come up with? So there actually is quite a bit of research. Um, there's more research coming out with, like, kinesiology taping um, and massage all the time because now that it's becoming more popular in the industry actual research is now being done. And with Ooh. the Reston technique, it's already being used very widely in the human world. And the what's happening with the technique is the exact same thing that's happening in people. You're just now transferring it to horses. Mm -hmm. um, for example, tendon tears. Mm -hmm. You the, the principle of it is the exact same. You're just doing it in a different location than you might for a human versus a horse. Mm -hmm. um, I It helps that I have a very willing veterinarian who um, allows me to work on these things and show people that it works. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. not just hoodoo. Mm -hmm. um, yes, it, it, it can be a little difficult sometimes, but that's when you just start, you do your research, you find the research articles um, to present to them and explain what is happening scientifically typically helps get their help uh, and and one of the one of the things where i see the great um benefit of having you is that a lot of times we uh, i am i have nine eleven or many many more years of 
focusing on a particular joint of the horse, right? On a particular leg. And we focus on only one aspect. And then I work up the horse and I pass it to you on rehab. And then you're like, oh, did you notice this was going on? I said, no, I didn't. Because you actually have a better um, look at the whole concept. And that's how it complements in our practice so well. Um, so that's a fantastic benefit of having someone like you working on horses that we are focusing on, on, on one joint or, or one tendon or one ligament. That works great in our, in our practice. So tell me, how, how can you foresee that we can bring this to more people? What do we tell our, our, our people seeing us? that this works, that it's going to get their horses better. Do you have any words for them? Any idea? How can we make them understand that we want to help them, that the techniques work, and that conditioning and rehabilitation is actually a pretty cool thing to do? Well, if, if you have any doubts, I'm personally more than happy to answer any questions. I can always send articles to anybody that's interested because the science... The scientific part of it is what interests me. Mm -hmm. So I always enjoy teaching about it. Mm -hmm. um, I try to, and even on my social media, you can see I very much post a lot about um, muscles, where they are, how they work, what might be, like if your horse is experiencing certain behaviors or like they're not able to flex their front legs as well or they're a little off in the hind end but not lame. I try to post a lot of informational content and educational content because I was once that person that had no idea what even was possible. And then afterwards, after all my certifications and the continuous learning that I'm going through, there's so much that needs to be known to best help our horses and to perform the best with them. Because if they're not performing their best, something's going on. That's right. That's right. And in case you don't know, her phone number is 352-307-3690. Just ask for Aja. 307 or 352-307-3690. Aja, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in our show and teaching us all about you and what you do. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I hope you guys enjoy. Give us a call if you need us and hope this was another great teaching lesson for you guys.